Hey everyone, welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast, where our aim is to help you live and love like Jesus. I'm Lauren Hlaud, one of the pastors of Prince of Peace. We're glad that you're here and we hope you enjoy. Hello everyone, it's great to be back with you. Uh, You all undoubtedly believe we were here last week, but through the amazing electronic universe, we were actually able to record two episodes in advance so that I could be gone last week. So I'm back refreshed and ready to jump in the Holy Week after a week in Florida on spring break. So it's good to be back with you. Yeah. How was, how was your vacation, your time away? It was a wonderful week, a place that I know you have been to before as well. And actually, I'm really grateful that I talked to Pastor Lauren before I left because the place we went to, Seaside, Florida, I did not know this, was the place that the Truman Show, the movie The Truman Show, was filmed. Yeah. So it was fun to look at that community through that lens while while we were down there. Very interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. It's a beautiful area too, and I'm glad you guys got away and got some sunshine, and then you uh, had to come back, unfortunately, to um, some not-so-great weather here in Ohio, but we're hoping that it turns around. Yeah, that was that was a rude, rude awakening. Yeah, you, you had an abundance of sunshine and good weather, and you came back to an abundance of uh, gray, cloudy skies. Yes, hello, Ohio. Hello, yes. Ohio. And that makes us think of uh, our theme for the week, abundance. Yeah. Right? So this was the final week of our Lenten journey. And uh, we're right around the corner. This weekend coming up is Palm Sunday, Palm Passion Sunday, and then we'll be into Holy Week. And so the the final theme that we focused on this week was on choosing abundance. How can we uh, make make intentional choices uh, toward God's promise of a hope-filled future, an abundant future, instead of getting caught up in scarcity thinking or scarcity mindset? But before we even jump into all of that, uh, why don't we play another little little game here? Um, so you often hear about sweeps. I can't say that word well. Sweepstakes. <laughs> that is a terrible there word you if you have a lisp. Uh, sweepstakes, where you could win something a lifetime supply of uh, for free. Um, so let's let's think of three categories here. If you could have an abundance of something, a lifetime supply of a food, a material item non-perishable, <laughs> or and an emotional or physical ability or trait. Three categories. What would you have uh, for each of those? A food, a material item, and an emotional or physical trait. What, what would you want to have as an, ab- an abundance of? You want to start with food? Let's start with food. All right. So as I was thinking about that, one of the things I thought of, you know, the abundance thing versus scarcity, like one of those things seems like there's never enough of even when you do have it. Um, so like if you ever ordered king crab legs, you know, and it's, it seems like it's this huge thing, but you start breaking apart those legs and there's just a little bit of meat in there. So, yeah. you know, to have that as much crab as I could possibly eat, not of course the fake stuff that you can get, which isn't bad either, but the you know the real real deal mm. crab legs all broken apart for you it's right there ready to eat in a little butter i can tell you've just come back from near the ocean <laughs> <laughs> thinking about crab legs <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, that would be good. Mm-hmm. An abundance of crab meat already broken open for you. Don't even have to work for it. Yep. That'd be good. I have two, and I have a hard time deciding. One is because it, it, it's hard to find right now. Actually, you can't find it right now. Um, so the scarcity is driving my my want. But but before that, I, bacon. I mean, who cannot say bacon? <laughs> That's right. You know, I would love a lifetime supply of bacon. Always there, always ready. But the other that's one getting is, more expensive too. So it's that's getting that's more a, expensive. That's a good one to put the on your the list. other one is really obscure, and I doubt many of our listeners have heard of it. I started oh. taking a um, a hydration supplement because I, I joined a new gym and I've been working out hard. I used to do endurance running and training, and I don't like the sugary sports drinks, you know. So I don't do much of the Gatorade or Powerade or anything like that. But when you do a lot of exercise and you're, you're sweating a lot, you need to replace that sodium, magnesium, potassium, all mm-hmm. those electrolytes. And there's this great uh, company called um, Element. It's you know an acronym, L-M-N-T, Element. And they make these little packets of, um, that, that aren't filled with any junk. There's no sugar in it. But it gives you all the sodium, magnesium, potassium you need. But during the holidays, they came out with a mint chocolate flavor (laughs) that you mix with hot water. And I gave up coffee and caffeine last summer. So I've been caffeine-free, coffee-free. But I, oh man, after a workout in the morning, a packet of that mint chocolate element with hot water is better than coffee. But it was a limited run supply of the mint chocolate. And I only have four packets left. Uh And they don't, they're not making it until probably next Christmas. It was like a holiday festive thing. So if I could have a lifetime supply of mint chocolate electrolyte replacement, <laughs> replacement, I would. It sounds like a small enough company. Maybe they would take us on as a sponsor for I'm this podcast, you. and then you could get your lifetime supply. They yeah, so if anyone is listening sure from Element, hey, I love what you do. Sponsor, <laughs> sponsor the podcast. That was yeah. next on my list, too. I thought about listing that. No, I've never heard of that. That's not part of part I'll of be your brand ambassador for yes. Element. Yeah. Good. Yeah, super good stuff. All right, you go first this right. time for the next one. Material item. Even though uh, this is a digital material item, um, I would have a lifetime supply of airline miles mm. so that I could travel, I just, you know, on all the airlines, Delta, United, Frontier, Allegiant. Mm-hmm. How great would that be? That to never have to pay for travel, Ooh, we could yeah. go. We could go have Monday lunch and uh, who knows where Budapest. Budapest, just yeah. fly over. Yeah. Uh, ooh, I like. I kind of like that one. I don't know. I might might want to switch mine out. I, I really like that. All right. So, but if I wasn't going to do that, the one I had thought of, I always feel like anymore. I'm always thinking about what that next thing is. Tools. Yeah. You know, yeah. some kind yeah. of tools for the next project. Because as soon as you get into a project, to realize. Oh, if I just had this jig, if I just had this tool, it would make that much better. So if I could just have a lifetime supply of any tools I want. So, you know, maybe Dwalt, if you want to sponsor this podcast <laughs> as well, and give us a lifetime yeah. supply of tools, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Good. Well, hey, the rummage sale's coming up. Who yeah. knows what tools <laughs> might show up here? You'll be going through them. Okay, emo- emotional or physical trait. You're going to have to go first here because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still formulating my thought. <laughs> So mine is actually very simple and uh, partly inspired even by your daughter this weekend. Brianna, the way she bounces around here, I had someone say to me again, man, wouldn't it be great to have her energy 
Yeah. And just that thing, you know, you go through life, you get a little bit older and mm-hmm. you just don't have the energy you want. I, and at the beach this last week, I was getting over a cold, so just didn't have the energy I wanted this, this week. So if I could have that lifetime supply of energy, like whatever I wanted to be ready to go and feel energetic for whatever yeah. is in front of me. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, I'll say just because it's uh, it's relevant right now for me would be I would like perfect 2020 vision mm. without the need of contacts or eyeglasses. But I did. You'd be proud. All of those folks at Prince of Peace that have said, you know, you're squinting, Pastor Lauren, you're squinting. I did go and I saw Dr. Matt Ritter. Sponsored uh, by Ritter Hagee. I saw Matt Ritter. Uh, Prince of Peace member optometrist, and I'm I'm fitted for some contacts. I have them in right now, and it's going really well. Uh, better than I thought it would, but it's still an adjustment. Um, so yeah, I guess I could one day get the LASIK surgery, but it'd be great to always have great vision. Yeah, yeah, yep. Matt, I'm coming to see you soon as well. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Well, it's fun to think about those things that we we'd love to have an abundance of, and you know, certainly. When we think about abundance or we think about um, having a provision, a good provision, a stockpile of something, we often as you know, people think about those necessities of life, food, money, resources, um, and all of those things are, are certainly things that are good, that provide us comfort and safety. But what do you think, what do you think abundance looks like? Um, in, re- in regards to our faith, in yeah. regards to God, uh, you know, because our theme was to choose abundance. Right. W- what was in your mind when you you kind of dreamt up this series? And Yeah, and I think the thing I was most excited about with this theme was to not have it be a stewardship series where we're often talking about abundance and we're talking about that material aspect and and sharing our resources, and so to, to bounce it out even larger than that. Mm-hmm. And I thought we did a a nice job of that. I particularly, I, one of the things I said to someone who wasn't here, I said, make sure you watch the interview this week uh, yeah. with Joanne Swanson um, and yeah. just what an amazing testimony she gave. She had told that story in Bible study, I think the first week of the journey, and we hadn't filled in this slot yet. And I said, oh, Joanne, I have to have you come back and tell that story for everyone to yeah. to hear that that testimony to trusting and God's abundance in your life. That wasn't about any kind of, you know, material resource, but that God's goodness and God's provision was going to be there for her walking yeah. with her throughout, a, you know, a challenging time in her life and that God is good um, and that God will continue to be good. So I thought that was a wonderful thing. I thought your sermon was fantastic this week in, in exploring that as well. Uh, you know, the best part of that for me was the story you told from your son to kind of yeah. wrap it all together um, so why don't you recap that for folks? And... Yeah, so on um, Saturday, we get a knock at the door, and um, kind of the whole family, we, we don't get many people that knock on our door or ring our doorbell. It, you know, it just doesn't happen often. We kind of, we don't even go to our front door. We always enter through the side door. And um, so we were kind of all excited, and we were on the first floor, so we all went to the door, and we look, and there's this five-foot-tall cardboard box there on our porch and I think well what did we didn't order anything wrong delivery or what and kind of looking around and I I opened the door and I sense okay something's going on here and pretty soon a neighbor a neighbor girl 
pops out from underneath the box. Surprise! And, um, you know, we got to talking with her for a little bit. She's the same age as our daughter, Brianna. And so all the kids kind of went outside to go play. And um, her joy in this box was just infectious. And so Brianna and Kenley and the other kids were going from house to house doing the same trick. And and finally, the, it, it kind of uh, turned into a little game of make-believe and and Noah loves to be the villain, the bad guy. He, he's in a phase right now. If you show him a cartoon, it's all that he thinks about is, I want to be the bad guy. They have all the cool toys and they have all the tricks and they're sneaky. And, you know, he's into sneaking cookies. You remember that? Great, sermon? great parenting, Pastor Lauren, <laughs> yeah, by the way. We're, we don't get it, but it, but it, it, it is what he's into. And, um, and so he's playing make-believe and he's, he's being a villain and he's, He's putting his hand out to people, kind of like, you know, in Star Wars, the force, like, mm. boom. And he says, I'm sending you to the future. And you're going to the future. and I'm sending you to the future. And one of the neighbor kids said, Noah, what's the future like? And Noah got out of character for a moment and paused. And he said so earnestly, well, the future is everything that's good. And it just stopped me in my tracks. Yeah, it's beautiful. You know, the uh, I couldn't teach my child. I mean, you, you just now that hope. is good parenting. That, that, go. Yeah, there's the <laughs> you just hope though for your children that they believe that in the, in a world right now that's filled with right, you know, a war in Ukraine and um, so much suffering happening a- around the globe in our own country, all over the place. People are hurting. The world isn't perfect. Um, but to be able to hold on to that hope, that childlike faith that in the future, everything is good. Right. I think there's a, there's a profound theological statement there that Noah doesn't even know he's making, right. but yet he's making it. Well, and what a difference that that makes in the way that we approach our lives and we approach the world. And that's what we really are exploring mm-hmm. in the, the study this week is helping people think about, you know, as you approach choices in your life, mm-hmm. um, are you approaching them with that mindset of that there is this future out there where yeah. everything is good, that this goodness is is a force in the world through the resurrection is what we would say, right? That, yep. that God's resurrection power is breaking into this world, bringing, bringing good and love that is the ultimate um, end for the world. And if we trust that, then we make choices with that understanding of what's happening in the world instead of the cynicism and the yeah. um, minimalism of, of so much of the thinking that that predominates our, our lives on a daily basis. And so, you know, the, we were talking, one of the, the phrases I used in the, the study for this week is woulda, coulda, shoulda, yeah. and how often do we come to that place? And I think we come to that place far less often if we're if we're coming into decision-making to choices with an abundant mindset that, that yeah. God is doing a new thing, that, that God is providing. God, God's love is the pervasive force in this world. So therefore, I can take that risk and see what happens. And God's going to be there with yep. me and guide me through that. And I, and I think that it's, um, I think you can be oriented toward abundance, that hope-filled future. You can have that ethic and do it in a way that isn't just Pollyanna or rose-colored glasses right. that pretends as if life isn't going to be challenging or hard or difficult. And I often, I often come across folks, and, and I've found myself thinking this way at different times. You know, maybe you have, you know, that 
well, the best is, you know, kind of behind me. The best years of, of my life when I was more physically active or I could do other things when I was younger or, you know, I don't know. I think, you know, I've heard people say before, I think the best years of, of our marriage is behind, you know, behind us or the best years of raising our kids is, is over now. But, but what does it mean to be a person who really does believe and put your trust and faith that the best is yet to come? Mm-hmm. Because our theology, you know, would promise that. Our theology would promise that, you know, we have we have yet to reach the fullness of of understanding and knowing and peace that we have in Christ. Um, and it doesn't mean that we we pretend as if our problems or our issues or our struggles aren't real now, but yet you're anchored in hope. And um, but but I you know so I think there's a difference there between. Well, just pretend that everything's going to be good and affirm trust and hope, belief that, no, everything is going to be good in the future. Yeah. 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 But it's hard, it's hard to live with. It's hard to, it's hard to think through. And um, so choosing abundance, where do you see that playing out or that ethic, that mindset? Where, where do you see um, either yourself or other people, you know, um, having a hard time with that right now because i think that it is it is a hard thing right now because we can stare at the pain and the struggle and the suffering and right we can we can be paralyzed by yeah. it yeah well and one of the really i think challenging pieces of that in the last couple of years has been the limitation limitations that people have had on options of doing things and so forth and so i think more people have gotten stuck because of that that because we weren't able to do all of the things that we've done before now that there is more opportunity for that i think some folks have gotten kind of stuck in another mm-hmm. gear um and they haven't kind of kicked back into okay you know yeah. there's there's a wider range of opportunities out there in front of me again and and now i can en- embrace that and it and sometimes it's like it's just the the discipline of that too i that's why i get i found more challenging you know um mm-hmm. That as things got locked down a little bit more, you know, personally, that then to kind of kick back into gear on some of those things, even though I'm like mentally thinking, okay, mm-hmm. I should do that. Uh, I'm still in too much of a shutdown mode and like, it's just not happening then. And I think right. there's some folks that are getting frustrated with that too, that they're yeah. also not necessarily giving themselves enough grace to say, okay, this takes a little bit of time to to really have my life kick back into gear the way you know, it was before and, and maybe even hopefully with some, some new twists to our lives from before right. that are, that are improvements because there is a new opportunity and a, and a clean slate to kind of rethink our priorities and to um, right. hopefully have our priorities reflect more of what we want to see in our lives instead of what inertia had, had kind of brought us into pre-pandemic. I think, I think that's a great point because I, I do think for, for a while, and I still feel the effect of this somewhat, the last few years have been, when we think about abundance, we, ought, we're, we often are oriented toward the future and toward this grander, bigger vision of what, what is yet to come, an abundant life, a full life. But the last few years, we've just been thinking about getting through Monday, getting right. through Tuesday, getting through getting to Friday. And we haven't had the the wider view of the future. But now that I think we are entering a season when when we can have a little bit wider view and and our lives have been reoriented, as you've said, um, it can take a while to begin to 
to look over into the horizon um, when we're used to just looking right in front of us. And with that, I think, you know, brings up a, a, a theme or a reality that I think there's a lot of spring cleaning that we need to do in our lives and um, sorting through, you know, all of those different things of, of how we've organized our life. Yeah. And um, you know what, Lauren, we should we should do a whole series on spring cleaning. What do you think? I think that sounds great. And as a matter of fact, um, we're planning to, right? <laughs> so we, um, so yeah, thinking about getting through Holy Week and Easter and the resurrection theme and the new life and new beginnings. Every year we proclaim the resurrection, right? It's it's central to the Christian church, to the Lutheran church, that that um, we believe in the resurrection, death and resurrection, new life. That God has overcome everything that's divided us or, or diminished us. Death itself, uh, Christ has overcome, and there's a new creation, a new life, a, n- a new reality in the resurrection. Um, and that that feels like a message that um, I am experiencing in, in an even more profound way this year, because I want a, a new life. I, I want that renewal, that rebirth, that new possibilities moving out of, um, into the next chapter, away from where we've been the last couple of years. But in in order to really experience that, I I do think that there's some spring cleaning that needs to happen in my life, in in our lives, even in the ministry of the church. You know, um, it's hard to move forward and to breathe freely again. We all know that feeling when you do some spring cleaning, and you, you actually tidy up the garage, you, you, t- you tidy up the basement or the attic, or you get rid of some clothes. When you finally do it, you can breathe a little bit easier. Yep. There's a lightness, there's a freshness. Yep. Um, well, we were talking too, and I think this is so important that it's not just the cleaning up our lives and our, um, our houses for the sake of that sense of yeah. mental health, which is an important piece of that, but it's also to, to free us for something, you know, yeah. we're always freed for from a faith perspective, and so you know, as we look at our traditional resurrection project and and investing in life giving ministries, um, you know, that's what we're freed to do. Yeah. That uh, that we use this freedom, um, that without the shackles of all of the the baggage that that we're yeah. carrying, to be freed to to give ourselves away more fully. Yeah. Um, which is a you know such a, a wonderful gift to ourselves and to the world. And so that's what we want to really celebrate as we think about the, the spring cleaning. That's not just simply an exercise and self-help and, and exactly. that's a good thing, but it's right. even more than that from right. our faith perspective and, and yeah. how, we, how we're freed to serve. So that's just a little preview of, of where we're headed uh, Easter and, and into that Easter season, the resurrection season of asking ourselves those big questions of of what are we called maybe to let go of? Maybe some of it is the story we've been living in or our guilt, fear, shame. What, what, what do we need to let go of so that we can embrace the gift, the free gifts that God gives us through resurrection hope? And, um, and what difference that makes in our lives when we, when we embrace those free gifts that God, that God freely offers. Um, but before we get there, We've, we have Holy Week yeah, uh, right around the corner. And so we, you know, Pastor Jonathan, I've enjoyed um, these weekly pastor chats or whatever we, we call them uh, through the Lenten series. And I'm sure we'll be back with more 
editions of, uh, of the podcast in this format, um, probably post-Easter. Uh, but we, um, we will have Monday Thursday services, Good Friday services, and Easter vigil. And then Easter worship uh, this year in 2022, 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock here at Prince of Peace. And so if you're in the Cincinnati uh, area or region, we'd love for you to, to join us. Yeah, we're Easter. excited to get back to more of our traditional schedule for Holy Week and Easter. We'll have a baptism on the Easter vigil, and that's Saturday night. So always an exciting time to uh, experience that resurrection power as it first breaks in on yep. the night before uh, the Easter celebration. So, uh, yeah, we're excited to get back into that rhythm and to, to celebrate fully the the great mystery of death and resurrection. Yeah, and we uh, we appreciate you listening uh, and tuning in to the podcast. And if if any of uh, these podcast episodes have spoken to you, we invite you to share them with a friend. It's a really easy way um, to share your faith or to share a message or word of hope, whether it's our weekly sermons or these conversations. It's a really easy way to uh, uh, to, to spread to spread some good news and some hope to, to some friends and, and people. So. We invite you to hit that share button, uh, rate or review the podcast, which also helps if you're listening on uh, Spotify or Apple, iTunes, give us a rating, uh, leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. Um, it'll also help um, other people uh, discover the podcast. And if you happen to sell an energy drink or uh, tools <laughs> or optometry, if you want to, you know, indicate your willingness to be a sponsor. We'd be happy to get that comment as well. That, that, that's right. You know, and even if you just want to be, uh, it'll be kind of fun. You know, this po- if, if you want to be a sponsor, like, this podcast is sponsored by Marty Kelly. And, <laughs> <laughs> she just, she just supports it. She sponsors yes. it. Yes. We'd love her to deep, name her. Her deep love for her, us. Her deep love for us. If you're listening, Marty, love you. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you all later. Thanks for tuning in to the Prince of Peace podcast. I hope that today's message has brought comfort and inspiration to your life. Have a great rest of the week.